Welcome to today's Power Hour on the very session, on the very start of the sessions around coaching. Welcome for today and, well, let's hit the button. Welcome to the Power Hour, your hour where you can find out what is holding you back. Your hour where you can find things where you can be better. Your hour where you find new ways how you can lead your team to success. Or your hour where you can have a breakthrough and do things totally differently. <clears throat> This is your Power Hour with me. I am Coach Colin and I am the skipper on your journey in mastering your leadership. So let's get started. So welcome to today's Power Hour. And we have two topics for today. The first topic is... Well, of course, picking up the pieces, taking a look on manage your core business effectively to see where you are, what are the steps that you need to take to move forwards. And then, of course, the second topic for today is getting started around coaching, giving you an overview of what we have, um, well, ready in the package for everybody so that you can have an idea what is in the pipe and what you can get out of it and how this can contribute to your work as being a leader in sales. So let's take a look at manage your core business effectively. And of course, I can understand now coming out of the summer holiday, there's so many things you want to catch up with. Of course, there are your, there's your team. There are the different types of businesses where you want to make sure that everything is moving on. And there are so many things. And of course, Everybody's picking up the pieces, which means your manager too is is inviting you for follow-up meetings. And perhaps you've had quarterly meetings already in your in your sales region to make plans for the rest of the year. And all of a sudden things become very, very busy. And in that environment, then of course we're here with manage your core business effectively. And perhaps you're already asking yourself, well, how am I going to make ends meet? How is this all going to fit together? There's so many things to do. But remember when we started Manage Your Core Business Effectively beginning of the year or perhaps towards towards Easter time? Come on, it wasn't really any different at that time. I mean, we were just discovering that the market was picking up and there was more demand at the customers and we're always trying to make ends meet. And actually, when you look back, there is never the best time to do these things. It is actually a question of really doing what we need to do. And that's something that we're going to talk about today, which means that as a leader, you, of course, you're focusing on the things that are really, really, really important. And that is really what Andreas is telling us about is as a leader, you always want to keep the focus on the things that matter. And you know what matters for us. I mean, you um, have a very clear view of the figures that we're following up. And just to, to remind you, of course, it's profitability, it's growth, and it's also efficiency in the sense of productivity and efficiency in the use of our capital invested. And there's no surprise. And we're following up these figures. And 
as you know, with the markets where they are right now, this is really giving us tailwind, as you can say. It's helping us moving along. It's helping us getting the results we like to have. But under this, when we're following the things that really matter, there is one thing that comes back again and again and again. And that is really why we're doing Manage Your Core Business effectively. Because we're only doing this because there was one thing that we need to do, and that is change. Now, change is is something, it's like if there was an opportunity to to do something differently, the question is, would you really take that opportunity? Would you be ready for that opportunity? And here I brought um, a, a, a quote from the famous coach John Wooden who said, when opportunity comes, it is too late to prepare. And this means when our market's in the upswing and everybody's happy and 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 looking very proud at the results, we should never forget that there is always an opportunity round the corner waiting for us to show something that we have not been showing before, to show that we can do something differently, to show that we can be successful even if the markets are not helping us. And that is the change that we have to prepare for. And that is exactly what Manage Your Core Business effectively is about. Which means that if you look at the definition of change, it is actually an act or a process through which something becomes different. And this doesn't come lightly because you know with every day that you start and you look at your activities and you think about the fact that you want to do manage your core business effectively, you realize every day that if you don't do something differently right from the start, if you don't do small things differently right from the start, that change is not going to happen. And that's what we're going to talk about uh, very presently because that change is what we're putting in the basis of the manager core business effectively. You've realized that because when you started the course, you realized there were three things that we were changing in this course. One is that we were we were inviting you to change yourself in the sense of we were inviting you to become the leader that you wanted to be in sales. And the second thing that we also um, introduced was that we were helping you understand the reasons why these changes had to happen. Because we all realize that the customer is changing. There are certain things out there in the markets with the way the customers are dealing with us that are changing just as much as we are changing ourselves. And then the third point, and that is where our series of coaching power hours is designed for the rest of the year, is then that you can help others to change themselves. And you know, this is really a hard one because of course you have to you have to start with yourself with the change and understand change itself because you cannot really make others change, but you can help them. And that is what coaching is about, what we're going to talk about presently. But Let's have a closer look at Manage Your Core Business effectively in detail to see 
what there was in those package, in those courses, and see how far you got. I am very curious to see where you stand on this. Because in the first chapter, there were two courses. Um, these um, the courses that we had there were about you understanding the role that you were supposed to be in in a different way. The role that you were going to take as a leader to understand the difference between what there is as a manager and what there is as a leader and specifically, and this has become very interesting, specifically the role between the specialist in your team who is good at sales and supporting the customer and yourself. Because that is really where the difference is. Because you are the person that is helping your team to win. And this is where the difference comes in because I know that you are very capable, of course, of winning. You are very capable of bringing that deal home, of negotiating with the customer, making sure that they understand what the value is. But your role is not that role anymore. Your role is leading that team to win. And that is why you have to be, you have to increase that awareness to understand where is your team? Where are the individuals? What are the steps in the process so that you can help your team win in a greater level of detail and a greater level of awareness than they had before? And that is why we then had the second chapter in Manage Your Core Business Effectively, which were about three courses, which explained in a very greater detail around, well, what is that process then? How do you choose customers? How do you plan accounts? And what means and tools do you have available to stay in control of those changes and stay on top and get data out of the system? And then in the third chapter, we were already touching the area around coaching because we were talking about that that change that you would want to help your people to um, to implement the change that you can have in the relationship with your customer by getting a closer aligned instead of doing all the activities making sure that you open up to your customer with your ideas with your plans and invite them to share their ideas and the plans so you can get more alignment and we also had the final course here, Follow Up and Coach, which is about understanding, well, how do you then, when the change stops, when it gets stuck, how do you then change or help others to continue in the change? And that is where where there are, there are certain tools and observations and actions that you can take as a manager here in this last course, Follow Up and Coach, so that you can see these different situations and you've got a, um, a series of reactions that you can have to move forwards in, in making your team work with the change. And now, of course, I'm very curious because we had two levels with these courses. One set of courses, um, sorry, one, one level was to complete the courses like all the other online courses so that you know what this is about because this is part of our sales strategy and our sales process which 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 we've implemented here in this manager core business effectively course and then there's a second level where 
you are sharing in the classroom your activities and your experiences and giving comments on other people's experiences and comments um, so that, like in a real classroom, we can have a kind of a community and share the changes and share the successes together. And when you do that, then you can, in the end, you can apply for a certificate. And I've already had around 10 certificates, which I've handed over to Lars Backstrom, and for signatures. And on uh, Friday, I got an email from his assistant saying they are signed. So tomorrow I'll go up to the office, office and I'll pick them up. And I will glad you gladly put them into a mail so that you can have these certificates and hang them on the wall and show everybody what you have been achieving. But before we go there, let's have another look at the overview. And perhaps you can have a little interaction here in the classroom because these were the eight courses that we were doing. We can do better, be a leader, manage, manage the, um, the process, choose a customer, planning account, stay in control, get account alignment and follow up and coach. Now, if, if you would, please just write in a comment at which number you are right now. And if you're finished, you can write the number eight. And if you're somewhere in between, you can write the number at that course where you are right now. Just punch it into the um, chat window so that I can have an idea where you stand right now with these courses. So some of you, I see here an eight, I see here a two, I see here a five, uh, another two. That's great. Um, and that's quite okay. I mean, it's um, that's where where things are because the whole classroom is dynamic. And hey, I'm quite sure there are a few more answers to come. Um, I can see another seven here, which is great. And this is the way it is because there are certain things that, I mean, we do this on the fly. You can you can jump in. There is no deadline. However, as a sales manager, of course, you realize that these are the essential things that you, you would want to know as a sales manager so that you can lead your team to where you want them to be in the future. Now, as you've done these courses, which may I ask you another question here, um, which was the most... Um, the most important learning that you got from these courses, from the ones that you've done so far, it doesn't matter. Just take take the last one you did. What was the biggest impact you got from these from this course, from the last one you did? Write it into the chat. I'm curious to collect a few a few comments. What was the biggest impression that you got? Let's see what there is. And I'm going to put some comments here on the screen so that we can all read. What were the biggest impressions, learnings, or insight that you got? I'll just take a few moments. Here we have... few coming in now. And you can still continue writing. Great. 
Excellent. Here we have a couple of them and uh, we have the examples how to do things differently. We have um, stoke on stoke up the desire to change. We have self-motivation to change. We have the follow-up on the coaching is vital. Yes, these are these are very good points. Um, because follow-up in the end here, the last one, the follow-up is so essential because parts of what we're going to talk about in the following um, in the following sessions is, of course, as you realize by now, it is of course coaching, but even coaching requires follow-up. It is not only the managers who follow up, but it's also a lot about coaching that has to be followed up. And of course, we're going to share with you in many examples how you can do these things, what this means. And here's another one. Choose the correct customer to put our efforts, which is, of course, a very interesting point because, of course, you want to invest where you want to get the return of your investment. And that is exactly what part of the manager core business effectively is about because being effective means also getting the successes with a customer where it counts. So to be able to continue with this manage your core business effectively, now some of you have already finished, some of you you already sort of in the first couple of three courses, which is fine, which is no problem at all. But to be able to finish this, you have to consider one thing, and that is, between all the hustle and bustle and, and stress and demands on you that you have right now, there is one thing that you want to observe and you, you want to be cautious about moving forward. And that is, of course, the balance with which you spend your day. And the balance here is finding the optimum to achieve your goals. And the goal would be to... Finish, of course, manage your core business effectively, because after all, that is that is one of the key things is to having that feeling of completion, of achievement, of having really done something um, and brought that to the end. But the thing is, I have found that within our daily lives in working within a corporation, with all the different demands pouring onto us, Finding that balance is actually the crucial point to whether I'm going to succeed with a curriculum like this, which is quite extensive when it comes to the demand and time that it requires to complete it. Um, that means that I have to find a way how I can balance my priorities, balance my focus successfully. And I have found there are two things that I have to manage, which I would like to share with you. Because when I manage these two things, all of a sudden I can change that balance to where it should be so that I can really achieve my goals. And this balance becomes so, so extremely important because if I don't create that balance, I suddenly realize that I, I, I don't succeed. And these two things, I'm going to share with you the first one. The first one is actually, that is why I've put this iPhone here on this picture. The first one I need to manage is my distractions. 
because you realize of course we are reachable all the time we are we responding all the time there is hardly a moment when we feel that we can finish a task without being interrupted by an email by a pling from a message by a call by a text whatever it is and all these distractions they pull me away from what i'm doing right now and there is enough science showing that when you're pulled away from what you're doing right now and the and you have to find and tr- step back the traces from where you were like a couple of minutes before before you answered that telephone call you lose 20% of your efficiency every time you switch tasks as much as we like to do multitasking our brains just hate multitasking we get confused we lose our our um our traces where we where we were we lose our thread we lose our motivation we lose our concentration we lose our focus in the end we lose the results just because we allow ourselves to be distracted which means that the first thing i would want to recommend anybody which i have to manage for myself is how do i manage distraction distractions and the easiest way to manage distractions is to set a time when i would like to allow those distractions to occur which means that if i'm working on a very important customer code if i'm working on a on a presentation for a deal if i am preparing a negotiation if i want to do spend time here on the course i have to set that time so that i don't have distractions at that time because only when i don't have distractions will i have the most efficient focus on that task and setting those is distractions means that i have to set my telephone on flight mode i have to terminate the mail uh, application on my on my on my pc i have to close the door i have to send an out of office message for that hour so that people understand i will be back in an hour i'm not out of the world but i'm concentrating on this task and when i do that i know we're all result focused when i do that i just reserve the time that i want to have to work on this activity but i don't set myself a result and the the reason why i don't do that because i don't want to stress myself to achieve a certain result i have to have that quote ready no i want to spend time on that quote as much as i can afford at that time because i'm i have decided to invest 1 hour distraction free to work on that most important thing to do so that's the first thing i want to manage i want to manage my distractions and you know what that means and you you have got so many cases yourself when you know what it feels like to be disturbed when you're doing the course when you're doing um a quotation it doesn't really matter even a conversation the second thing that you want to manage is when do you set that time because if i let myself be driven by urgent things i let myself be driven by the fear by a fear of not being good enough by the fear of missing out by the fear of risking something by the fear of getting into trouble by the fear of losing 
And that fear, if I allow that fear to dominate the choice of actions that I take, there will always be the next thing that I feel is urgent to do right now so that I don't get into trouble. And when I let my agenda be driven by urgent things, by the pain of losing out or the pain or the fear of risking things and getting into trouble, losing an order, being told off, whatever it is, making mistakes, then I never finish because there's always the next thing that appears to be urgent, which means there is always something else that I feel I have to do right now and I believe that if I have done that, then I will be able to address something that is important like that customer presentation or like that course which I want to do. But if you're honest to yourself, you know if you're driven by fear, if you're putting that urgent thing in front of yourself every time, you will never get to do what is important. You always tell yourself, oh, at the end of the day, at half past four, I will do my course, so I will work with my customer, I'll do my strategy, whatever it is. But you know, time comes half past four, you've got a telephone call, somebody from your team gives you a call, there was something that you have to follow up just very quickly, and then you will come back to that course or that presentation. But that never happens. So you want to turn your day upside down, back to front, so that when half past four comes, you've already done what is most important. You've already done that, that quote or you've already done that course. And the only way to do that is to start your day with the very most important thing that you want to get done. Which means when you get up, you don't read an email. You don't read your text messages. You don't look at, uh, listen to, to the voicemails. You don't look at your Facebook's uh, flow. You don't listen to the, the news. You don't look at your news feed. You manage your distractions by shutting that off. And you get started with the most important thing, whatever that is at that day, where you say, this is where I'm going to invest one hour, the first hour of my day, to do what is most important for me right now. Not urgent, but important. And that's why I can afford perhaps to spend, invest one hour this morning and another hour tomorrow morning to get it done. Because it's not urgent yet. But you know, if the customer gives you a deadline for a quotation and things become urgent and you try to put that quotation together and fix it in the end, you know the quality is not good enough. So you have to invest and decide before Manage your distractions and put your time where your time has to be, right there, first thing in the morning. So now that you know that, now that you know that, I'm going to ask you specifically those who still want to continue on the courses because they haven't come to the end, what is it the one thing that you're going to start doing today so that you can move your courses forward and you can continue lose, uh, moving um, and progressing on manage your core business effectively. What is the one thing you would want to do right now that is different from what you have done before? Write it down in the chat and I'll copy here a couple of ideas so that we can share some more ideas with everybody else who's listening on the call. What would be the f one thing now 
that you've been listening now, you've looked to see where you are, you've seen what everything is in the course and all these courses, and you've seen how you can change things, what would be the one thing that you would want to change now to progress on these courses? Share your idea. Put it here in the chat. Yeah. It is not it doesn't have to be more difficult than that. This is the first one which is absolutely in line with it just says, well, mute my telephone and put it aside. If you fear that somebody's going to be mad at you because you're not reachable, of course you're going to answer the phone all the time. But if you tell people I'm working on this or in the mornings, I am focusing on my strategy time and these other things and I'm going to catch up with you later on. There's no problem. Tell the people. And it doesn't have to be more difficult than that. You can work with the course on Friday morning, right? Exactly. Use the Eisenhower matrix, David. Exactly. That is the tool behind it. The good old Eisenhower. What is important and what is urgent. And don't get it mixed up. So true. Which is also part of the course, just for those people who don't know what the Eisenhower matrix is. And... It is, in our lives today, it is so easy to be driven by things that we perceive to be urgent. And in the end, we don't really progress on the things that are important. And what is important to us, as you realize, that is why we put it on the agenda for the rest of the months of this year, which is coaching. Coaching is a tremendous tool. And coaching for many of us is is also something that perhaps it's a little, I'm not going to sh say spooky, mumbo-jumbo type of on, unknown type of thing, but let's face it, we've heard a lot about coaching and some of you might um, might even have been doing coaching, which would be great. I'm not going to check on, on you how much coaching you have been doing. Um, but let's face it, in many cases, we are at the level where we have to believe that coaching is going to make the change that we are looking for. Because the belief of something is the trust, the acceptance, or the confidence that something exists or it is true, especially without proof. And for us managers, we always want to have proof. We always want to be certain that the results are going to come. And this is one of the key challenges that we will have, the key conflicts that we will be talking about, and that is that we cannot prove up front that coaching will get you the results. But at the same time, and this is where our brain plays um, tricks with us, at the same time we believe that telling somebody to do exactly as we would be doing also would reach the results and we believe that that is true and when we do that we ignore actually all the cases when we had to go in and correct things because 
when we told somebody to do a certain task, it never turned out to be exactly as we expected. So we have to spend much more time in fixing it afterwards. Which means that the belief that we need to have, actually, we have to invest in that. We have to put it out there and saying, yes, I do believe that coaching makes a difference. And let me share with you just a few things so that you can understand what coaching can do. Because it is statistically proven in different types of corporations and analysis. It is proven that if you coach a team, that if you coach people correctly and they their ex- um, their extended level of motivation and engagement will increase the results. And in fact, surveys have shown with other customers who have invested a lot of in coaching, surveys have shown that there is actually a 19% increase in the results that is possible if managers coach their people correctly. 19%. And that is quite huge. 90% increase of results. We also know that if we want to um, if we want to change things, which means that if we want to have a new business approach, if we want to approach new customers, if we want to do things in a different way, we also know that we have to learn different things. But here's one of the things that we also have to that we're also ignoring that we have to start believing. And the fact is that ten percent of what we need to learn to do things differently, we can learn in the classroom. Twenty percent of what we need to learn. We can learn by practicing, but 70% of what we need to learn to do things differently, we can neither learn in class and we can neither practice. This is when we do, when we develop experience and do learning on the job. And learning on the job is accelerated when people get coaching. So that is why coaching is not a single thing. Coaching is not um, a program that you do. Quite on the contrary, if you look at what coaches do, and naturally you spend much more time during the during the remainder of uh, the, the, the power hours in autumn. If you look at what coaches do, coaches actually give you, they hold a mirror up to your face and give you an opportunity to see where you stand. Now, I don't mean that they give you feedback. Managers can be, give you feedback based on things that you have done right and things that you have done wrong. But holding up a mirror allows you to have a, a larger view of what is happening around me so that you can make better choices and understand the impact that you are having on your environment. Coaches also inspire you to go further because... They, um, they have a certain amount of confidence in you that you are going to achieve this because they don't have any other opinion or other judgment on what you are doing. They just believe in your capabilities because they know that you have the capabilities and it's more a question of making different choices, which means that a coach is going to help you to see the progress you do so that you get the feeling that you are on the right track of improving. And a coach can give you perhaps a game plan 
how to proceed and agree specifically on a game plan so that you feel encouraged to do certain things in a certain order. And a coach can even give you certain tools based on experience so that you can progress faster. And that is exactly what we need. We want to have that overview how we want to pro proceed. We want to have the confidence that we can do it. We want to have um, the, the, the view on the progress that we take. And we would love to have shortcuts to see how other people have done these things. And this is exactly what we have implemented in Manager Core Business effectively because it shows the experience of our sales managers in different areas and different pieces um, of the world. So the upcoming coaching sessions that you are invited to join are around these topics, around your situation, how you can work as a leader and coach. And we have asked in a couple of surveys what these topics would be, and we have ranked them, uh, ranked them, and we have been listening to the sales unit transformation and got more input. And these are the topics that we will be addressing on different power hours. And every power hour is going to be a standalone. It doesn't mean that you have to go through all of them. Of course, all of them are going to be available in in podcasts and in the classroom, and you can listen to them live and you can join. But specifically, um, you can pick up those that you would like to get deeper into because you feel you're interested in that. And the first one that we're going to do here very soon is how can I keep my team motivated? One of the conflicts that we're having here on the other one is how can I coach when I'm their boss? Because you realize there is a boss and as a boss, normally you tell people what to do and there is a conflict all of a sudden. They ask me as a, as a direct report what, what, what I look, would like to do and there is a conflict how I'm being perceived and how I can react and act as a manager. And of course, time is going to be an issue. How can I find time for coaching? What do I coach? How do I observe the different things that really matter? How can I coach on performance? How can I address unwanted behavior? How can I switch between mentoring and coaching? What is the difference? How can I create an ongoing sequence of events so that we can continuously create that change that we would li like to have? Because coaching is an ongoing series of work-related interactions with the purpose of changing an employee's behavior. That is what we want to achieve. We want to have an impact on that behavior so that we can, as a team, we can reach those goals faster than we were able before. This was the Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, the skipper to your leadership. And if you found something interesting during this power hour, why not just go over and press like or even share it with one of your peers because we all want to be better and it is very rewarding to see other people getting better around us. And if you have any questions about this power hour or around leading your team to success, just private message me, text me, get in touch with me on Facebook or send me an email. Because always remember, I am Coach Colin and I am here to help you master your leadership.